season two of the podcast, Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, will be even more thought-provoking than ever with two new co-hosts. I have invited two of the brightest and most engaging people I know to join me as we explore any and all issues related to estrangement. I met these two amazing women when they joined my online support group for estranged parents of adult sons and daughters. Now, they each run satellite groups that grew out of the larger support group. April runs a midweek in-depth discussion group that stems from the larger Sunday gathering. Bronwyn is a meditation enthusiast and leads three meditation groups a week. And here they are to introduce themselves to our audience for the first time. Welcome, April. Hi, Lynn. So glad to be able to join you here with your wonderful podcast. I've been listening and following since you started it. And so now to be able to join you and have conversations about estrangement is um, somewhat exciting. And I'll be honest, a little scary. Uh, I am the mother of three daughters. Uh, I live in Houston, Texas. I have two older daughters that I am in good relations with, but I do have a youngest daughter um, that I am no longer uh, speaking with. And that has been a challenge. I have been a single parent for many, many years. And luckily I had the support of their father. And so having this estrangement experience uh, with half of my family intact and the other half not has been very difficult. But um, I do see this through my Christian faith. And that's one of the things that we've talked about is the fact that this does have a faith component to it for me. And so I see my estrangement through my walk with Christ and I'm interested in being able to talk to other people who are going through estrangement or separation from their children as a result of our faith or maybe things surrounding our Christian walk. So I'm excited to join you, looking forward to the conversations that we'll have and looking forward to how this is going to unfold. And Bronwyn, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, I would. Hello, everyone. I'm Bronwyn. I'm originally from the United Kingdom, now living here in the United States. And I'm really looking forward to being a part of the podcast with Lynn and Avril. My four and a half year estrangement journey from my only son has unearthed an unknown and hidden talent to be able to express my emotions and estrangement experiences through poetry. And my journey has also encouraged me to find inner peace through a regular meditation practice. It's been my meditation, spiritual and holistic practices that have been the key elements on my ongoing healing journey. Joining the podcast, I hope to share many of the skills and techniques with our listeners that have helped me to grow and develop. And I'm absolutely honored to be invited to be part of the podcast and I'm looking forward to gleaning as many useful and practical insights from our guests to contribute to my ongoing and learning process so thank you for inviting me to be part of the podcast Lynn. Bronwyn thank you and thank you to Avril. Once upon a time from storybook to estrangement with Avril Bronwyn and Lynn coming soon.
Welcome to this episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, hosted by Lynn. I have lived as an estranged parent. I will always love my adult son and my adult daughter. And I thank them for getting me to this transformative place in my life. So join me now for my own Once Upon a Time, my story of estrangement. Lynn from Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement. By way of career, I am a professor, author, and entrepreneur. By way of a lived experience, I identify as an estranged parent. Let me start by saying my lived experience as an estranged parent is, without a doubt, the single most difficult experience in my lifetime. My healing journey continues, and this podcast is one step in that journey. Hello, everybody. I am with another special guest. Today on Heart to Heart, I have Randy Flood, co-founder of the Men's Resource Center of West Michigan. Mr. Flood is also a parental alienation expert. And if you've been following my podcast, you know that I always have our guests introduce themselves. So at this time, Randy, would you introduce yourself to our audience? Well, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Lynn. Uh, We've had some conversations to preface this, and it's been exciting to anticipate this conversation today. So um, yeah, the director of the Men's Resource Center, I founded, co-founded that with my co-author, Charlie Donaldson, who, with whom I've written a couple books that we might talk about later on. But um, that was in 2000, and, and um, I had a center in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that I um, directed, and he worked uh, the center in Holland, Michigan. Since that time, uh, Charlie has retired and uh, the Holland office is no longer there, but I continue to operate the Grand Rapids, Grand Rapids office where we offer specialized consultation, counseling, and coaching um, for males, young men, men, older men. And we see men as a special population, just like you see um, Latinos or women's issues or African-American issues, gay and lesbian issues. We, we see men having a particular experience growing up in culture and society with what we call male socialization that trains them to have unique mental health struggles, unique behavioral struggles, relationship struggles, problems with emotional intelligence, perhaps. And we want to offer men um, specialized mental health services, counseling groups, and then coaching services to meet their particular needs. And we've been doing that for, like I said, since 2000. We got staff, we've expanded, we're doing online counseling and coaching now. And the pandemic really accelerated that and working with people all over the country and some people outside the country, Australia, Great Britain, and, and such. Randy, that was a great introduction. Randy and I are talking about parental alienation. So it's interesting that this immersion experience, and I'm assuming that this works for minors, and 
And I'm wondering if you have any, before we get into your family court coaching, I'm wondering what do projected parents do when their children are adults and the courts are not involved? And I have to say about your, your article, that's what drew me to you. It is an amazing article. So right. what do the what do the parents do when they're adult children and there's no court intervention? Well, that's foreign land, to be honest with you. It's not foreign land for, for parents who are experiencing adult children who are rejecting them and alienated. That is incredibly painful um, and excruciating to, to have adult children who now have the freedom, you would think, to um, come over and visit. They're not minor children who have to be court ordered into spending time with this alienating parent with this pathogenic enmeshed relationship. So why don't you live a healthy life and come over and be with me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and it doesn't happen because again, the psychology of all of it, the attachment process has been solidified inside the child and that can and it can like an emotional cancer it metastasizes and grows inside them and they are not able to um, heal themselves from it and they stay in this compromised state and you see this too with trauma with people who are sexually abused or they grow up in alcoholic families you often will see them have these predictable problems as adults in until they get treatment until they get counseling to interrupt all of the trauma and all of the you know belief systems they have about themselves and and others have to be challenged through a therapeutic process and if so this notion that just because a child ages out of family court they're now free to be with both parents Mm -hmm. is is a myth Um, Mm -hmm. and you know that through the people you work with and if you read the comments Mm-hmm. On, some, on some of my articles, you see, it's like the majority of them are people who have adult children. Mm-hmm. And we don't know for sure what to do, because that's why I'm such a strong believer in being very aggressive as mental health professionals and family court um, judges and to, to address Prolination while the children are minors, because that is the time frame you have. When that window shuts, it could it may shut for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. There are no guarantees whatsoever that that because you'll hear judges or or naive therapists will say, "Well, just you know, have a cooling off period, give the kid a chance, just let them not go to parenting time, and they can just be with the alienating parent for you know six months to a year, and we'll try again." You know, that's, you know, that's like sending a child into um, um, a toxic air zone, mm. um, you know, and, and thinking that they're going to start breathing better um, <clears throat> by, by immersing them in this in toxic environment. Um, so it doesn't work. So we have to do something immediately when we it needs to be assessed, it needs to be addressed, it needs to be identified. Otherwise, if you go into when they're adults, then you are left to pray. You're left to hope. You can try to send cards. You can try to express your interests and desires. You can make maneuvers. There's all these things you can try to do, but there's very, it's very limited. 
And you got to, to hope that something happens in that adult child's life that's an existential crisis that disrupts their attachment with the alienating parent and disrupts their belief systems or challenges it in some way that they are become intrinsically curious and they begin to reapproach uh, the rejected parent in some fashion. That is so interesting that an existential crisis needs to exist for the child, the adult child, for them to understand maybe there's something wrong with how I'm viewing this other parent, my mother, my father. Maybe yep. I don't deserve, they don't deserve the alienation. And so what I tell my parents, and, and I would like to you know, know if you agree or disagree with this, is when you have all of these false narratives going on, and, and parents say, I'm not like that. I'm not angry. I'm not explosive. I'm not volatile. I'm not you know, always sad. I'm not always grumpy. Right. They say to them, well, then you must live your truth. Right. Because that is the only way that I have come across in terms of a general um, idea. Obviously, there's more specifics within, you know, one-on-one counseling and coaching. But right. live the truth. If you're not an angry person, then let's not be. Right. You know, if you're not a a worrisome, anxious person, then let's not be. Live your truth. So, what do you right. think of that as one way to address? Because there aren't a whole lot of ways to address this false narrative if the parent's been cut off. Right. I I do think it's imperative that while it's an incredible loss and, and you experience you can, you're at risk of experiencing intense grief that can turn into depression. You can, you're at risk of socially isolating. Um, you have at risk of developing a, a victim narrative for yourself that could live the, throughout the rest of your life that I was a victim of parental alienation. And so all your relationships and all of your, you know, your, 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 your um, identity gets focused around being a victim. So I really try to tell parents that you have to, and again, this sounds very trite, but you got to get a life. You've got to find yourself in the, in the, in this storm. You've got to find your epicenter. You got to find your place where you can say, I still am a human being and I have value and you can't let this rejection, which is a fault rejection of who you really are. It's not true. It's a delusion. So don't believe it. And you got to move toward having a life that you find some form of satisfaction, intimacy, connection, purpose, meaning. So if that child has a chance, that adult child has a chance of looking at you from a distance, maybe looking at you digitally through social media, looking at you through websites, looking at you through narratives you're hearing from other people who know you, they see that you have a life and they, and you look attractive perhaps versus, <laughs> Oh, have you heard from your mom or you heard from your dad? No, they live, you know, in a shack, you know, outside of town, no one ever hears from them. They're depressed and they're drinking a lot. How is that going to lure a, a alienated adult child into your life? Because they're going to feel sorry for you and they want to lift your spirits. That's probably not going to work. And that is exactly my job as a coach, 
is to develop them and the other areas of their lives to let them know that yes, they're a parent, but they're not only a parent and let's not give up hope, but you have to want to fully develop and you have to believe that it's in your best interest. And if you want to reconnect and reconcile with your child, it's in their best interest too. Right. Exactly. So I'm glad that is your work. And I, and I hope that people will, when they connect with you, will, will, take that advice and in, in that vision you're giving them. And that is at least going to give them some satisfaction and some purpose and meaning, some grounding in their current life as they, as they have it. And then always hope that somehow, some way, if that child comes back toward me, I'm, I'm in a good position. I have a great foundation. I have a great life to be able to invite this child, adult child back into my life. And then we can, Got, a, got this really sturdy platform to work with. Exactly. I'm so glad we had that discussion before we segue more with parental alienation expert Randy Flood on the next episode of Once Upon a Time from Storybook to Estrangement. Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement, are my own stories of my lived experience. This is not intended for counseling, therapy, medical care, or crisis care. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Each estrangement journey begins with honesty, hope, and healing. Please join us again on the next episode of Once Upon a Time, From Storybook to Estrangement.